Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. Chuck, chill out, my friend. We begin with the New York Jets. Owner Woody Johnson was under investigation by State Department watchdog following allegations that he made racist and sexist comments while serving as an ambassador to the United Kingdom and sought to have the Open Championship played at a golf resort owned by President Donald Trump. Now, this is according to a CNN report earlier today. Among the allegations that are that Johnson made racist comments about African-American men, questioned the purpose of Black History Month. He allegedly argued that African-American fathers don't remain with their families, calling it, quoting, the real challenge, unquote. CNN reported that Johnson would comment on women's appearances at the embassy and public events and said that he preferred working with women because they were cheaper and worked harder. Johnson reportedly would hold gatherings at a men-only club shutting out female diplomats from being able to attend before being told by another diplomat to stop the practice. Now, these are just allegations, and they're currently being under investigation from the inspector general, and we will follow this and see what happens. I will tell you, if these allegations are true, it's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. But we'll wait. Not going to pass judgment until everything is in. Continuing with the NFL, as you know, the NFL and the NFLPA have agreed to an 80-player roster and no preseason games. Well, our Jeff Darlington reported on First Take Your Take, no preseason games wasn't just about COVID-19. That's sort of the point about having no preseason games. It's not just about COVID, which obviously is critical, but it's also about ramping up these guys' bodies after basically not having the real offseason to stay in football shape. So you are talking about exactly that, limiting the number of injuries by not having some of those preseason games, having what players were fighting for and having almost a three-week ramp-up period of essentially just strength and conditioning. Those are the reasons for all those things. And yes, it could potentially lead to sloppier football, but maybe less injuries. Let's turn to baseball. Bad news for the Mets. Marcus Stroman has a torn muscle in his left calf. That's a major blow to the team just a couple days before the season opener. The all-star right-hander was expected to follow two-time Cy Young Award winner Jacob DeGrom in a rotation that will already be without number two starter Noah Syndergaard all year because of Tommy John surgery. Now, manager Luis Rojas said the team doesn't anticipate Stroman needing surgery and he will be evaluated on a week-to-week basis. But with the coronavirus delayed season shortened to 60 games, it could be difficult for Stroman to return in time to provide much help. Moving to the Yankees, Aroldis Chapman remains asymptomatic but continues to test positive for COVID-19, according to GM Brian Cashman. Chapman remains in his New York home working out on his own, but will be unavailable to the Yankees as they open the season tomorrow night against the Nationals in the nation's capital. Quoting Cashman, he allowed us to share that he was COVID positive after he was cleared to enter the facility, so he developed while he was in the house. So we did contract tracing for up to 15 people for a good seven straight days of testing thankfully they all cleared so we didn't have an outbreak on site in his absence lefty zach Britton will step in as the yankee closer a black lives matter mlb stencil will appear on the pitcher's mound during opening weekend games the washington nationals announced earlier today nats in conjunction with major league baseball stand with the black lives matter movement and will utilize the platform and national stage of opening day to express express support for the fight against systematic racism and injustice, the team announced today. Statement also said that teams would have the Black Lives Matter stencil during this weekend's games. Additional elements of Thursday's opening of the pandemic-shortened season between the Yanks and Nats will honor, remember, and celebrate the frontline heroes in the fight against the coronavirus. The team had already announced that Dr. Anthony Fauci would throw out the first pitch. 
Now, we knew that the Astro hitters were probably filled the wrath of some pitchers during this season after their tainted championship. And it happened again this week. Our Mark Teixeira said on Get Up this morning, MLB, if it continues, won't tolerate it. The third one is the one that really bothers me. And, and even though it may not have been intentional, if you start seeing Astros players getting hit up and in, above the shoulders, in the head, in the hands, Major League Baseball is going to shut it down right away. This sport already has a black eye right now amongst the fans. There's a lot of people out there that didn't like the labor strife and the back and forth. And there's even more people that if I'm only going to get 60 games, let me watch 60 clean games. I don't want to see the Astros getting plucked left and right. And I do believe that Major League Baseball will step in if this is a problem. And then again, Mark, there's some fans who are happy seeing the Astros get plucked left and right. Just saying. In the NBA, Nets held their first scrimmage against the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. They lost 99-68. It's a scrimmage. Score doesn't matter. But it has to be a concern when the season begins. Other than Karis LeVert, who else is going to be a consistent scorer for Brooklyn? Tonight, they went over eight minutes without scoring. And that's what really separated them in the game. They started out early. They hit threes. And while I understand that Jacques Vaughn wants to make this team an up-tempo team because they're a small team. You want to use your quickness. You don't want to wait till you know the opposition sets up and then you got to push the ball around the perimeter and other teams set their defense up. You want to get into a run-and-gun game kind of with them. But look, Jamal Crawford didn't play tonight. He's going to be a scorer. Hopefully he's got something left for them. Uh, but that's going to be the key. Who's going to be the consistent scorer for Brooklyn? They play for real on the 31st against the Orlando Magic, who they're battling to keep seventh place. While everyone has penciled in Milwaukee to represent the East, Jalen Rose on Get Up This Morning, well, he's got another team in mind. If Kimball Walker and Gordon Hayward can stay healthy, the Boston Celtics have a legit chance to upset the Milwaukee Bucks because when these two teams match up, nobody can stop the Greek freak anyway. But these guys have multiple guys that can put up 20 points on a given night and be a problem for any team in the league. Finally, Rangers president John Davidson appeared with Barton Hahn this afternoon, and he addressed what everybody's talking about that's a Ranger fan. What's going on with the goaltenders? I like your goaltenders. All three have had a good camp. That includes Lundqvist, Shesterkin, and Georgiev. Um, the coaches will have to make a serious decision what they've decided on regarding who's going to start in game one. Uh, uh, Shesterkin's had the net lately, uh, more so than the other two. The communication from the coaching staff to all three goalies is right on the, right on the, right on the top. Everybody understands what's going on, where we are. Short series like this, best of five, that thing can change so fast. Uh, you, you just have to be ready, be prepared. And, and all three, and again, I, I sound like I'm just saying all the nice things, but it's been good. All three have worked their tails off. All three have had an exceptional camp, and all three are ready to go. David Quinn has a tough decision to make. Does he go with the veteran, Henrik Lundqvist? Does he go with the hot goalie in Shesterkin? Uh, I'm pushing for the king, Henry Lundqvist, but the more I get closer to this, I'm thinking it's going to be Shesterkin. The guys asked Davidson how he feels about the team as August 1st approaches. With that feeling of, of knowing that we're a good hockey club, can we become a great club? We'll see. But I know we have a lot more confidence today going into this thing than what we had at the, at the start of last season where there was a lot of unknowns. 
there wasn't uh, there wasn't a Fox Adam Fox on the blue line. There wasn't a Ryan Lindgren on the blue line. We didn't know how they were going to play if they're going to make the team. We didn't know about Shesterkin. We knew Lundqvist, of course, and Georgiev, and and then you've got some some players like Panarin pops in and boom, he takes off. Sabanajad was having the best year of his career. Jasper Fast is is he's he's so valuable because of his ability just to make everything work defensively. Ryan Strom, I didn't know at center if he would click with Panarin, but the coaching staff, so they went through with it, and boy, oh boy, they worked well. Mm-hmm. Kreider works well with Zibanejad. So those were all question marks going into the season, and uh, we've answered a lot of those. So that makes us feel like we're a pretty good hockey club. All right, that's John Davis. And remember, you can hear all the Ranger games right here on 98.7 ESPN. That's top stories for today. Thank you, JP, Giselle, and Kyrie.